Hi, everybody. This is Patty Negri. Welcome to The Witching Hour. I've got a great guest for us this week, all the way from down under, the optimization queen herself, Genevieve Searle. You're going to love her. But before I bring on Genevieve... Where's Patty? Yep, where's Patty? Because this once a week, I get to look at my calendar and figure out where I am and where I'm going and where I've been. Otherwise, I would have no idea. I usually wake up in the morning and have no idea anyway. Anyway, if you are looking at this, the week we first drop, which is the week of June 26, 2023. Yep, yep. We are more than halfway through the year. We are into summer officially. We had our beautiful solstice. I am here. I am actually home. I am not going anywhere. So join me on online, all sorts of places. Tuesday, I'm doing a very special, people who sometimes want readings with me, um, but you go, oh, I can't do a private reading right now. For the price of an inexpensive class, I'm doing group readings. Uh, this Tuesday, just go to universitymagicus.com or magicu.org. Um, and even though it's a group reading, it's a small group and you get the way it's designed is that everybody gets something from all of it. So it's not like you have your few minutes. Um, so that is Tuesday. And Wednesday, I am also teaching a class on the goddess Baba Yaga. Yes, very Russian, very Ukrainian, very powerful, well-known goddess. I am doing that with my partner in the school, Father Sebastian. Many of you know him. So that's Wednesday. So I've got two UM classes this week. And in betwixt and between, earlier on Wednesday, the Witch's Movie Coven. Yep, yep. We are doing The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe this week. Yes, we are doing The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe this week. So watch it. Bring your wands, wands up, wands down. Heather, Jason, Courtney, Richard Lael, and myself, all witches, talking about witches and witchy movies. Um, last week just knocked me off completely with the movie Midsummer. I was expecting something so different. So it's always fun. It's always silly. It's always also a little bit informative. So check out the Witches Movie Coven live. It's on my YouTube. It's on my different social medias. And because it's live, we want your opinion. You get to talk right in on what we're doing. And while you're doing it, whether you're coming to University Magicus or whether you're watching the Witches Movie Coven, or you're sitting there being powerful in my power panties, make sure you go to, to mysterycontrol.com. T-shirts, mugs, cloaks, underwear, hats, and everything else that you can think of. Mystery Control, that is our home base for my merch, my spellcaster line, my power panties, which is Movie Coven. Richard Lael has stuff. Courtney has stuff. Um, you could do your whole wardrobe online right here, right now, because I do. <laughs> anyway, that's kind of it. August, I'm going to be at Hexfest. Oh, wait, that's not it. July 16th. We just changed the date. For those of you in the Southern California, Los Angeles area, this is a rare first. My friend, Linda the Ghost Hunter, you guys might know her. I work with her a lot with Elton and Corey and the TFIL Overnight crew. She is Ellen, yes, the Ellen's personal ghost hunter, the only one allowed to do Ellen and go to her home. She is amazing. She is a dear friend. And we are going to do a seance and a ghost tour for the first time ever at the Hollywood Women's Club in Hollywood, California. This building, it's like over 100 years old very haunted. It has all the right history. It was a schoolhouse. There had been a fire. 
the stars of the stars hung out there. They, they have Charlie Chaplin's piano right on the stage. It was Hollywood, old Hollywood, new Hollywood. And um, let's go talk to the spirits there. It's very affordable. And if you book now or soon, we have an early bird special. Buy one ticket, get one ticket half price. And they're not expensive anyways. We're going to have light snacks there. So early bird special. So go on my Facebook page. There's an event pride. And we have a Facebook page for it called Seance and Ghost Hunt with Linda the Ghost Hunter and Patty Negri. Um, we have an event pride. And I would love to see you there. We're going to keep it small and intimate. And it's a rare opportunity to be work with both of us and together and to be the very first people ever to do a ghost hunt and seance at the historic and haunted Hollywood Women's Club. So hope to see you there. August, like I said, I'm going to be at Hexfest, the biggest old witch party anywhere. I'm teaching three different workshops and part of a panel in beautiful New Orleans. And then later in the month, I'm going to be at Michigan Paracon, my Paracon way up in cold country in Sault Ste. Marie. That is one of the biggest and best of the Paracons. Everybody who's anybody who's coming. So lots of fun things to do in August. And then September takes off with both feet. So sign up for my newsletter. If you don't have it, I hardly send it out. Maybe once a month if I have time, but you can get my schedule, like me, follow me, all the social medias and tell me what you're doing. Cause I want to know what you're doing as well. There's Patty right here. Everybody, <laughs> guess what time it is? It's time for kisses. It is time for the Willow Report. This week's Willow Report is full of joy and full of pride and full of happy, happy mama because I took Willow, Carrie and I took Willow to Old World Village in Huntington Beach to have some practice races before the big race next month at, La oh, there's the yawn at Los Alamitos Racecourse. Because last year, she's the fastest dog out there, but she turns around. She got the nickname Wrong Way Willow way early on on some of the first TV commercials we did. But we thought, okay, let's go practice. It's a new year. She's two now instead of one. One-year-olds never win the race. So here we are. She's lines up. She's in the two and under category. She ran like the wind, and she ran straight, and she ran proud, and she won. And then she did it again, and then she did it again, and then she did it again, and then she did one where she kind of went wrong way. She did three quarters all the way in, and she was racing and racing, and then she noticed there was another dog right next to her. And then they decided to stop and have a party and go the wrong way. But you get two eliminations at this particular race, so we did it again, and she won again. And then the next one, she didn't win but she was fast and she went straight. So wrong way Willow is now right way Willow and she's fast and she's gonna be a contender and we're gonna keep practicing because she loves it so much. She has never been so happy. Here we are at this fun, goofy little German village with a store that is literally the wiener dog store, an entire brick and mortar store with wiener dog tchotchkes. Yeah, heaven absolute heaven. And in this little German village with like 50, 60, 70 dogs running around, wiener dogs. Earlier in the day, they did corgis. They were cute too, but so proud. She's proud. She's going to sleep actually, but 
Willow's a winner. I'm a wiener. I'm a winner. I'm Willow. That's the Willow Report. This week's magic lesson, we're going to talk about puppets. Yep, puppets. Magical little dolls for spell working and change and magic of every sort. Puppets. Look a little bit like a ginger man. This is my personal puppet. It's got my name on it. And you, if you're making your own, you are going to put your name on it or sign it. This is general in thing. Now, people get kind of freaked out when they see stuff like this. They think, oh, is it a voodoo doll? Not that there's anything to really be freaked out about a voodoo doll, but these are puppets. They are used for magic. They are used for sympathetic magic to represent something or someone. You have one to your own. So I'm going to go stick pins in my head. Yes, think of it like acupuncture. Say if I got, though I don't get headaches, but say if I got a headache, I would have my little patty puppet, which is stuffed with beautiful herbs and things that for me, for my well-being, there literally is a little coral, a piece of coral in the heart for my heart. I've personalized it with my little pinnacle I always wear to show it's me. And I've signed it and I've stitched it up. If I could do it, you could do it to anything. But there's actually ways that you could make puppets that don't even require sewing. That's, this is two pieces of material and some string. You go up and over, but let's, yet I digress. So say if I had a headache and I have my magical puppet, I would get some pins out and I would stick them in the head to bring energy there, to remove the pain there. It's really good if you're doing sympathetic magic for someone else. Maybe you're a Reiki master or maybe you're a healer or you're just doing something because your best friend on the other side of the country has a horrible stomach flu or something even worse. You can create a puppet for them and you could do the work on the puppet to represent them. And it's really, really magical and it gives distance healing or distance magic a place of its own. This one here, this is a money pocket. This is stuff with all sorts of herbs and magic for money and for prosperity and for wealth. It's got a little fancy necklace on it because I guess if you're wealthy, you have a nice fancy necklace on it. Um, This one is a commercially bought one that you could buy and you could stuff it yourself with things that you want. The one thing you do want to do with your puppet is you want to make it your own. Yes, you could put a little outfit that looks like yours. But what you really want to do is called a tag lock. A tag lock is something that shows it represents you. It could be a little piece of your hair. It could be made out of material from one of your old shirts. You could stuff it with things that are personal to you, like fingernails and all sorts of beautiful things. Again, when people see this powerful magic, people always think powerful means bad. But powerful can be powerful, powerful good. So make yourself a little puppet. This could be a love puppet. Again, this is a money puppet. This is my all around, this is Patty puppet. They're great to make for protection puppets. If you want to make a protection puppet for you or for someone else, you could make your puppet, maybe cover it up with some nice some black or some white cloth. Maybe put it in a nice little box for protection and keep it safe. Maybe somebody's going on vacation and you want to make sure they're safe on vacation. Make a nice safety and protection puppet and tuck it under your bed so you know that they're going to be good and safe. So again, any way you make them with or without sewing, you actually can buy them um, on things like I think this was like on Etsy or something like that. You can buy them, you can make them, but you have to charge them with intent and make them your own. So everybody needs a little magic in their lives. Why not have a nice little doll or something that represents it? So they're not scary. They're magic.
make yourself a poppet. I have some amazing magic for you today, all the way from down under. I have the optimization queen herself. She's a speaker, she's a consultant, she's an author, Genevieve Searle. Thank you so much, Genevieve, for coming on while you were here on our side of the equator. Thank you. Absolute pleasure. This is super exciting. Um, yeah, I must say we are, are part of a book together and a book group together. And we just met for the first time this past weekend at a fundraising and book signing event. And I fell in love with you immediately from the shoes up. <laughs> we both had a shoe thing. We have the cute <laughs> shoes there. Um, so for my people who don't know you and let me get to know you, what is the optimization queen? What is this thing you do called epigenetics? This is so new to me. I'm like, and I'm so fascinated by it. So jump right in. It is so new to so many people. Um, so we're very much in the getting the information out to people mode. Um, basically, so you've got genetics and then that's your hard wiring. If you, if you imagine the way I like to think of it is your genetics is like the wiring in your house, right? So that pretty much is, it, it stays the same. But you can go into a bedroom and you can turn a light switch on and off and suddenly that electricity, the wiring in your house, that ex is expressed. Epigenetics is like are the things that flick the switches in our body that, it, that make our genes express or not. And it's every single thing in our world, in our environment that has an impact on whether our genes are expressed or they're not. Now, some genes you want to have expressed and some genes you don't. So, but when we understand how to flick the right switches, then I'm feeling like, oh, that, right, that rhymes with witches. How we can be the ultimate witches <laughs> to flick the right to switches, <laughs> then, um, then a whole lot of magic happens within our bodies and it, it we then can come into alignment and start actually living our purpose, living our genius and showing up in the world in the way that we, we are actually uniquely and brilliantly designed for. So epigenetic profiling, which is what is, forms the foundation of everything I do, tracks back to look at what, what, what happened, well, not necessarily what happened, but that our environment shaped us to be a particular way and that is expressed through hormones that are dominant in our system and we all know that we've got lots of hormones and everyone has lots of hormones um, but there are six key dominant hormones and one of those sometimes two what but mostly one of those will be your dominant hormone and when you understand which of these six hormones and we can go into that if you'd like which the different ones but when you understand your one that you need to regulate and you understand how to do that, which is what I do, then everything changes because you can start eating to maximize your potential based on your unique profile. You can start moving and exercising. You can set up your day. You can start to understand how you relate to other people and how they are. So how you are, in, to, in relationship and how other people are. You can understand um, how to set up your physical environment, how to set up your daily rhythm, how to take it into the workplace, how to, and, and then the beautiful thing is um, you can even track like your, your genius, your life 
sole purpose is actually written in your DNA. So, and with this profiling, you can read it. You can read it. <laughs> so my favorite thing is, um, you know, helping people understand that and, and see it and teaching them how to utilize, how to utilize this information so that they can really become the authors of their own life. Um, and also then how to take it out into the world. And I particularly love working in di relationship dynamics, like team dy dynamics or intimate, you know, personal relationships. It's amazing. Amazing. So, so what you're doing, and that's where the optimization queen, you optimize who you are, like your good points, your le less good points, and, and you're stepping into it and it, and it affects everything or you can everything. affect how you eat, how you live, how you work. Yeah. Well, it, all of those things affect whether or not you're in flow. And ultimately that's the thing. We all want to be in flow and everyone's got an idea about how to do that. But, um, this gives you a very unique personalized precise pathway for being able to do that for yourself and it will be very different to someone else's okay so we all have like our dna is separate our epigenetic profiling is so how does one do that do you go get your dna tested do you get your blood tested do you have your hormones tested is it it's, it's actually thing? it's actually done through the physical measurements of your body so um when i work with people i take a tape measure and I can do this online as well, but I take a tape measure and we measure 16 different parts of the body, like your jawline, your forehead, the length of your hand, your palm, like really unusual because um, different hormones will make different bones grow differently. And also your digestive system, it'll make your digestive system grow, like work differently, your nervous system work differently. Yeah. That's fascinating mm. now what about somebody um i had like health issues my mom had taken a drug so i was given artificial hormones from mm -hmm. the time i didn't reach puberty at 15 or 16. so am i've been like robotically controlled by these hormones which i don't take now but how is that taken in consideration thing people who take from birth control pills to hormone pills to hrt or anything like that or that is uh so that's such a great question. Um, effectively, the hormones that are dominant in your system from very early development, like gestation, like right when you were conceived and even backing back, like tracking back, because I don't know if you of yours um, know this, but the egg that would become you was in your mother's ovary when she was still in her mother's womb. Wow. So the environment that your grandmother, your maternal grandmother was living in will impact who you become. Um, so 50, if you were taking hormone uh, sort of replacement, I guess, pills um, around 15 or 16, you would have done a lot of your growing and developing already by that stage. But yes, you would have still been growing and developing after that as well. So it will have made a, it, it will show up in your body. And by me making those measurements, you, even though, yes, your, your sort of artificial hormones um, were artificial, they've still influenced how you've grown and developed. So yes, it would be in there. Yeah, and that's it. And and those hormones actually started in utero because my mom was given the world's first synthetic hormone. That's what the thing was. So when she was pregnant with me, 
she got my grandma didn't have it, yay, but my mom did. So I in utero I was getting um artificial hormones. Yeah. I'm so crazy. Uh. <laughs> in the best possible way though, Patty. In the best possible way, yes. <laughs> so somebody comes to me like I need more energy or I need more success or I need to get my body more fit. All of that ties into measuring of this and that and the other thing to see what's what. Yeah. So you take all of these measurements and then you um, fill out a questionnaire that's, it's not a personality test. So that's, let's get really clear on that. Um, so you do the measurements and then you do health, lifestyle and ancestry questions. So it's, where did your grandparents live? Um, you know, their health history, things like that. And then that goes into an incredible um, app and that um, takes 11 branches of science and 10,000 data points to come up with your unique profile. And then you have an app that gives you specific information on food, how to eat, when to eat, what to eat, um, movement, how to move, when to move, what kind of movements to do, um, plus all, all of the lifestyle things. So your environment, your social your work and then your genius, your innate genius zone as well. So that all comes, like once you've filled out all of this, then you have access to an app that gives you direction in every part of that life, every part of your life. That's amazing. Mm. You know, since we are humans and we are silly humans, I might get my whole, you know, we are, and you might go, you should work out in the evening, but I work out in the morning, damn it. And I'm not going to change it. Or you should eat more vegetables and I'm going to go and I'm going to have a subway. Um, <laughs> but if, is there ways for you to get into, cause I just know humans, we know how we, uh, not for the epigenetic, but we know certain things that we don't do as well as we should or can. Is there suggestions within that to get you to actually fall into that? Or is it just once you start, you're seeing the results? So my personal experience has been, I worked with this um, as a client, uh, sorry, I worked with this as a, um, as like a coach for a couple of years and thought, oh yeah, you know, it's kind of cool, but I wasn't really sold on it, to be honest. And I came from a background of like 10 years in nutrition and doing with red, like different kinds of light therapy. I was also a colon hydrotherapist, which was a wild experience. Um, so I came from and biohacking. I did a lot. I've done biohacking for, I don't know, like 20 years. I've been biohacking for 20 years and every part of that. And so when I saw this, I was like, yeah, kind of, yeah. I don't know if I agree with it all. And it wasn't until really about 18 months ago that everything shifted in my life in a really dramatic and very challenging way it was 2022 was awful but um, it gave me this opportunity to really dive deep in it so sometimes we need to have sometimes we need to kind of get to that really crunchy point before we're willing to make a change um, and that's okay that's okay because you know we don't necessarily want to do the things that we know are good for us until because it's, that makes it uncomfortable and we want to do all the fun things. But what I found is when I follow, when I work with my profile in the way that it should be worked with, and that's a trick in itself, when I do that, everything falls into place. 
and I'm more motivated to do everything else. Okay. So how does it work? I mean, I understand the, especially if you come from a background of nutrition, how you should eat and work out and things like that. Um, how does it work into your like lifestyles of such as things like knowing you're a certain type of person, like a leader versus a follower or. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, that's all written. It's all written in, in your, particularly in the genius section. Once you go into um, the mind, the mind, there's a, there's six different sections in the, um, in the app. There's a food section, the fitness section, the environment section, and then there's social mind and genius zone. And written in there are keys to really understanding those, that question, you know, are you a leader or a follower? How do you work best? How do you show up best in the workplace? One of, um, how do you communicate? What's your natural communication style? Are you going to be more of a people pleaser or more assertive? Um, are you going to generally enjoy taking things really in a really relaxed, easy way? Or do you like the spark and fire of something completely new and different? Um, you know, it's yeah. All of those aspects of our personality and are really written in our DNA. (laughs) Actually, we're pretty predictable. This is a funny thing. You know, we all think that we're super unique and we are, but we're also predictable. So even our core wounds, our core fears, our our highest values, it's all in our DNA. And um, one of the things that I love doing the most is working with um, relationship dynamics because so often we, first of all, most of us don't even know who we are. Like I've been doing personal development work for 20 years and I it wasn't until I did this that I got a whole new lens of who I of understanding around who I am but also with my partner and then also in my business so team dynamics like how do you show up in the workplace those kind of things so much magic can happen when we can see ourselves and other people through the lens of how we're uniquely wired fascinating ah. um okay so so you work with this and this work you see your stronger points and your lesser points and avoid this and that um how did you even i, I i'm i can't wait to get, get more but how did how did you get into this you i'm um, you're the strong beautiful woman you said you had years in nutrition and biohacking how did what what guided your path other than your DNA and your epigenetics? How did you where you are <laughs> yeah. now as this beautiful? Uh, what did you call yourself? Uh, a whatever witch. I like that. The optimization <laughs> queen. Optimization witch. How did she become? Um. Yeah. Well. Okay. Way back when, in my early years, I was uh, raped and had some early sexual trauma and also intergenerational trauma and I was very prone to depression um I also had eating disorders suicidal tendencies um and and it really when I was about 21 I, I was really in a very bad place and I went for a walk on a, I was living on a, a, a tropical island at the time and working there. And I went for a walk in the middle of the night and there was an empty pool and I found myself at, the, at this pool and I climbed down into it, as you do. 
and lay on my back looking up at the stars and I realized in that moment that I had three choices I could continue as I was that was a terrible choice I wasn't I was done I was done doing that I could uh finally actually kill myself or I could get better and really it when it when I was so clear that it was really just three choices I made the decision to get better and it was a decision and in that moment I said whatever it takes whatever it takes to not only heal but to get as good as I can be and so it started this two decade long search for what is the thing that is going to heal my body heal my mind heal my heart and um, really heal my spirit and so I was looking at physical things like looking at you know um, gut health like nutrition I started with nutrition I really deep dived into nutrition because I thought okay you know my chronic gut health and chronic like had chronic fungal issues and uh, um, those things I should be able to heal that with nutrition. And I spent 10 years trying every kind of nutrition pathway to heal my body. And then I, um, at the same time, I went down the psycho spiritual path. So I did normal psychology. I did, um, you know, rebirthing retreats, uh, bushflower essences. I don't know if you people in the States know about bushflower essences. I did essential oils. So I did kind of the sort of shamanism, went right down into, into all of that. I, I started going to women's circles. So it was this big path of like all the things and, and biohacking came a little, you know, I was already biohacking with the nutrition, but then started going, okay, well, it's not nutrition or nutrition helps a bit, but it's not all of that. And so what else is there? What else? And I was just searching for the one thing. I'm like, surely there's the one thing. I was looking at environment and the interaction of light, that light has in our environment. I was looking at, the, at gut health, our microbiome. I went deeper into the mitochondria, looking at the energy factories of our cells, looking at how our lighting and things like that influence EMFs, how these things influence who we are and, and how healthy we are physically, mentally, and emotionally. And eventually I found epigenetics um, through looking at light and how light impact, impacts our body, but also intergenerational epigenetics and how the stories of our ancestors can be passed down. And that's actually what I write about in the book that, that we're in with um, well, my, my, my version of the book <laughs> series yeah. that we're in. And then it was a client. Uh, because I was already talking about epigenetics and I was trying to make it work and I was teaching people how to rewrite their intergenerational patterns through ceremony and ritual, um, which was really powerful. Um, and it was a client who said, hey, have you heard about epigenetic profiling? I was like, no, tell me, sign me up. Because epigenetics was like, huh, when you, it's like the umbrella science of how everything influences who we are and the clarity that comes with epigenetic profiling because we're not guessing anymore I was I knew that epigenetics was something to work with but I was guessing I was making it up I was doing trial and error and then this came along and it was really so profound when I finally got it you know, it did take me a couple of years to really believe it but when I finally got it I was like this is amazing for 
not just our physical health, not just our mental health, but also emotional and our spiritual health. I would say once we understand how to regulate our dominant hormone, my experience is that about 80% of our trauma will not be a non-issue because things are only traumatic for us when we're in a bad space. When we're in a good space, it's like, oh, yeah, that was a thing that happened to me and it kind of sucked, but I'm okay. When we're in a bad space, it's this horrendous spiral. Yeah. And as someone who is dominant in the hormone serotonin, of course I'm going to be prone to depression. So if I had known that, hey, yeah, I'm dominant in serotonin, I'm going to need to regulate my serotonin levels more often, like more than other people, and if I don't, I will tend towards depression, would have changed my whole world. So I'm very passionate about this. Very passionate. Yeah. So, so we, we, so then you were a depressed person and could have lived a depressed. So people like, I know almost everybody has one of their little Achilles heel. Like some people are successful in life, but just can't get love. Or some people have love, but just can't know how to take care of them, support themselves, whether emotionally, physically, or whatever. So these hormones all relate to, back to that. Yep. And if you fix that, you could fix that one thing. So can you, if you don't mind, tell us what those hormones are, the way epigenetics sees it. Yeah. Uh, everyone stumbles. It's a big word. Net- <laughs> epigenetics. Yeah, it's a big one. Uh, so the six key hormones are serotonin, which wires us for pleasure. <laughs> um, the next one is vasopressin, which wires us for vigilance and data. So these people are highly sensitive to their environment um and often empathic um yeah anyway i'll just go through the whole thing so vasopressin wires us for vigilance and data dopamine which wires us for achievement uh adrenaline and testosterone which wires us for action oxytocin which wires us for connection and bonding and group harmony and prolactin which wires us to nurture like mothering yeah, so they're the, they're the six key, key ones. Now, we all have all of them and we all have all the other hormones as well. Um, but it's so it's not whether we don't have them. It's just which is the one that if we learn how to regulate that will change our life the most. Wow. That's fabulous. So, again, all your measuring, your tests that you do, you've got that. So, like you said, a serotonin person is, say some is could be go depression um somebody who's someone with vasopressin for example because their neural system and their brain are so on fire that's their superpower and very see very often our superpower is also our achilles heel so when we have (laughs) see you nodding (laughs) yeah so someone who is wired for vigilance and data, they take in so much information. So the world can be really overwhelming, overstimulating. They can be prone to anxiety. Okay. Someone with, um, say, um, uh, like adrenaline and testosterone, they're so fired up with life, but it can also lead towards rage, anger, if that's not channeled properly. Um, and also uh like inflammation in the body because they're hot and everything's kind of if if that flow for them it's really important for that um hormone to flow and if it's stuck then everything becomes like inflamed in including their kind of personality Hmm. yeah that is fascinating um oh my goodness so uh, so 
if somebody wants to, uh, I could have a thousand other questions. We're just going to have to have you back. But if somebody's going, oh my gosh, I need to know about this. How can people find you, find your work, find information about doing this, working with you? I know you are in Australia, but it's a small world, right? You work with people. Most of my work's online. Okay. Yes. Mind you. Um, yeah. So uh, there's different ways. You can actually do the test yourself. What I would say, and there is a free version on online. I would, my experience with doing the test was when I did the test the first time, I came up as a crusader dominant in dopamine. When I did the test the second time, I came up as a diplomat dominant in serotonin, but not, but close to the guardian, which is dominant in prolactin. When I did the test the third time where it was paid and I was guided through it, that's when I got it right. So it's really important. I'd say the free test is only about 80% accurate. It's worth your while to do the paid test. I think you can do it for like 27 US dollars for 10 days, or if you want the full year of the app, it's 197 um, US. So, but if you're going to do it, you just, if you're going to do it on your own, make sure you get the measurements precise precise and actually I'd highly recommend using um, centimeters meters and kilograms rather than feet and inches it's more it's more precise um, so it gets a bit confusing though for people they're like what do these numbers mean I know as Americans <laughs> they promised me every year in school growing up that we were changing to the metrics that we never did they still haven't it's been like 700 years so that's um, that's so I would go be, before we go you were you just gave me the type the dominator so do the put you into personality types what was that yeah so there's a diplomat which is serotonin the sensor and very often the names are quite descriptive of the, the person so the sensor which is vasopressin the crusader which is dopamine crusaders actually i have to say i'm a little bit biased these are some of my favorite people in the world particularly the ones that have also have high levels of either um serotonin or oxytocin because they're so passionate about pursuing their mission and when they're also pursuing the mission and also connected to their heart that creates a really really different world and I love working with these people um, then we've got uh, the activator wired for action with adrenaline and testosterone the connector uh, which is uh, the oxytocin and then the guardian so the ones that are like I'm going to look after you. I'm the last one standing. I got you back. Um, yeah. And it shows it, it, you know, it shows up in our personality and it shows up also how we look like people who are um, wired by uh, vasopressin, the senses, very tall. Usually they have, or they usually, they have length. So they're not always tall, but they have length in their fingers, length in their toes and their limbs, things like that. And can be quite tall. Uh, the Guardian, for example, is like a really strong build. And this is one of the other things too. It's, you know, we have these, you know, cultural ideals about beauty, but very few people actually, you know, only certain types fit into that framework. And so we don't necessarily appreciate how the genius and the magic and the beauty of individual people because we're like, I should be like this. But actually when we're like, well, hey, I'm a guardian, I'm designed to be bigger and stronger because I'm so resilient and I, I'm the one that's going to, you know, be here for everyone 
till the end of time and, and be in service. And I have to be bigger in order to be able to nurture and nourish the people and the community that I love. So when we understand ourselves through this lens, it, it gives us so much permission and validation to be really who we are. It's incredibly powerful. And particularly in like one of the spaces I love working with is, um, you know, team dynamics. It's like we actually need in a really well-functioning team, you really want every every type in there because you've got, you, you know, you might have the activator who's going to be like, right, let's get this project off the ground. Okay. But they're not necessarily great at seeing something through. Whereas then that you want to be able to pass that on to someone like the guardian who's like, okay, cool, give me the details and I will step by step put that into place and make it actually happen over time. So we want all of the pieces, but we also need to be able to know what the individual genius is, how these people operate differently and how to set up a work environment and a communication system to, to work really well with that. That's, yeah. That is, I and on a, not example of that, but a small example, I did the, a TV show a few years back. It was like for National Geographic or Science Channel or something like that. They had these 12 people, not to the extent of what you're talking, but pretty much like leader personality and follower personality. That's it. And we had to put together like, build it yourself ikea furniture so in <laughs> one group they put like i'm going to say again over six leaders my group the other group they put one leader and five followers again oversimplification the leader group never got our ikea put together they showed it we looked like insane ants going at each other you nobody was a follow-through nobody was too many cooks in the kitchen that old saying of that so that's fascinating i mean i saw that in the simplest of forms of two kinds of people leader and follower and seeing how that other group put it together da -da -da -da, it made the whole thing and we're still hitting each other over the head with boards <laughs> and direction in not non-english um but that I just love it. I'm you're you're hired. Um, but do <laughs> that. Tell people how they can find you, both your work, your website, social media, because I know my listeners, I think, are going to be as intrigued with you as I am. So, um, Instagram, I'm Genevieve underscore the Optimization Queen, as it's like so Genevieve as it's written on the screen here. Um, Facebook, Genevieve Claire Searle or Genevieve, the optimization queen is my business page, but really most of the activity happens on my, um, personal page. Um, I'm on LinkedIn, Genevieve, the optimization or Genevieve Searle, the optimization queen on LinkedIn. Um, and then the optimization queen all spelt with an S because I'm Australian. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So just the optimization queen.com and yeah, on my website, so I'm actually shifting and changing. So there's uh, on there, I've got three core, um, three core offerings. One is personal body genius profiling. One is uh, relationship translation, where literally, because this saved my 20 year relationship, this was really powerful. I thought it was it, it, last year, as I said, really intense. So it was all falling apart. And it was this piece and going into it, that meant that our relationship got pulled apart all the way down to ground zero and we got to actually start dating each other and creating a, a, a new. Um, so I do that, also do that now with teams, but that's not on my website yet. I'm just bringing that in. Um, and then I do sole purpose, like a big, a longer journey, which is 
um, align to actualize, align to your genetic genius and actualize your sole purpose. But also if you go onto my shop, then the first thing on there is a DIY version. So you can just scan the code, do it yourself. Um, and there's also two programs offered by PH360, which is a company, the parenting program and the relationships program. So you could literally do your own thing because um, I don't work, I actually don't work with a lot of people. I do some consultancy work with, um, you know, because this, the way I work is through spending time with people and really getting to deeply understand them. So you, we need people to be able to access this without having to go through me all the time. Um, yeah, so there's a parenting course and, the, and a relationships course. So you could do your own profile and then you could dump, jump in and do the parenting course or the relationships course. And the relationships course will be suitable for everyone for any kind of relationship. It's mostly fit, focused around personal, like intimate relationships, but it can translate to any kind of relationship. I love it. You guys check her out. Even if she didn't have shoes on, you're going to love her. No. <laughs> I feel like I want to show you my shoes now, Patty. Show us your shoes. <laughs> I don't have my cute ones on today. Beautiful. Yes. Am I amazing? Yeah. We have pictures of us like on a red carpet just showing our feet. <laughs> what do you um, anyway, thank you, Genevieve, for bringing your beautiful, beautiful, optimizing magic to the witching hour. Um, come back again. You guys like her, follow her, and let's get optimized. A hundred percent. Absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a delight.